Hello and welcome to Nerd Canon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two nerdy librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they are good enough to be shared with the next generation. So as you guys are getting to know us, we thought we'd share a little bit more about ourselves. So um, I'm Beth. I'm a high school librarian. I am 36 years old. And I have two older siblings. Um, they're eight and ten years older than me. So my approach to pop culture as a kid was a lot of looking at the things that they were into. So I think I skewed a little bit heavier into the 80s than some other people my age. Um, I grew up in Buffalo. And I have two littles right now. So when I think about the next generation, I'm thinking actively about the two little people that I made. They're one and three. Yeah, I have one little who's four. I actively think about what what's going to be shown to him as he gets older, and that's kind of where I'm coming from with the with what goes into the nerd canon. But I'm 37, and also have an older sibling, so probably again I skew more towards the 80s than might be apparent from how old I actually am. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. That's yeah. I think we're both in that same boat. So I think we were talking some people that we know that have younger siblings than us tend to have a lot more feelings about some of the more 90s, early to mid-90s stuff because they were watching it through their younger siblings' experience. But clearly um, the 80s are better. I mean, obviously they are. We have like an 80s, 90s <laughs> nerd throwdown. We do. We do. Um, but so, and I'm, we're definitely going to cover things that, that go into the 90s for sure, but um, I think you and I both kind of skew a little bit more towards that 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so without further ado, today's topic is Thundercats. Hi! Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> 80s. <laughs> Very 80s. Okay, so Paul, what was your experience with this, um, with Thundercats before you prepared to watch it for this episode? I loved Thundercats as a kid, grew yeah. up watching it. Uh, I <laughs> loved, loved, loved the Thundercats. Partially, I don't know that I, Watched it religiously. I don't know that I was able to, but part of it was definitely that I love to play with the Thundercats toys. Ah, uh, yeah. So a neighbor, I didn't have them. I had like one, I think I had Lionel and mm-hmm. uh, I had one big like plastic sort of omens. Fuck um, yeah. But a neighbor kid had like up. the whole thing. I had it light up. What? <laughs> Did it light up? <laughs> I don't remember it lighting up. In my head, it does. Yeah. I don't remember it lighting up. It definitely didn't change size, I don't think. Bummer. Yeah. You were too little. But a neighbor kid had, like, the whole everything in his basement. And I was mostly just friends with him to play with his Thundercats toys. Of course. Yeah. So I I have loved the Thundercats for a very long time. I have not watched it in very long until now. Right. Yeah. So what was your experience? Um, so it was, if you would have asked me then and asked me now, it was my favorite cartoon. Although it, looking back, I'm not sure that I watched like every episode as a little person. Like you said, that was back in the day. If we have any, like if you missed it, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. And this is also, this is a dumb story that I'm going to share about how dumb children are. Um, I used to hang out with my little neighbor friends and 
Um, one day we were hanging out at their house and we both, I went home. They watched Thundercats at their house. I watched it at my house. And later when we reconvened, little dumb children asked me, which episode was on at your house? And I went, that's not how TV works. <laughs> we both watched the same episode. Wait, I have another little dumb children story. Uh, <laughs> one of my, one of my friends as a kid, he thought that there was a microphone in every TV. Oh shit. But like the laugh track was actually no! the audience like at home <laughs> laughing and it was like picking it up and playing back all the- so he would sit <laughs> really close to the TV and after the jokes he would laugh really loudly oh into God. the TV <laughs> so he could try and hear himself on the laugh track <laughs> that's ridiculous yeah yep. children are dumb yep that is very funny oh that's real good so <laughs> that's really funny um, okay, so my other experience with this is that my – ready? This is another weird, embarrassing confession. My um, invisible friends, my imaginary friends as a child were the Thundercats, um, probably because I had an equal boner for both Lion-O and Chitara. That's pretty awesome. Um, as a child and still to this day. Mm-hmm. But li- the Lion-O at, at all would um, hang out in my living room. Okay. So, yeah, that was that was my experience. Um so I fucking loved it, and I was a little apprehensive <laughs> to yeah, watch it to yeah. watch it for this. Okay, so Thundercats history lesson go. The original pilot episode aired on January twenty third, nineteen eighty five, followed by a four season series from September eighty five to eighty nine. There was a hundred and thirty one episodes in the original run. Head writer was Leonard Starr. The characters were created by Tobin Ted Wolf. Listen, if my name was Tobin, I would not go by Ted, but nobody asked me. Starring Rob McFadden as Snarf, Larry Kenny as Lion-O, and Lynn Lipton as Chitara. There wasn't a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was 91% audience fresh, and it was 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. So bitches love the thunder. (laughs) How many of those votes do you think are just like, I love this as a kid? I mean, they're not right. going, but they're not like, I'm going to go <laughs> not doing what we just evaluate did. this and <laughs> see what I really think. Which is why there's no critical score. 91% okay. is very high. It is very high. <laughs> um, they're very sexy cats. So yeah. the synopsis is, in addition to the fact they're very sexy cats, the synopsis is a team of humanoid cats fight evil in their adopted home world. Um, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's all I need to say about it. Done. Um, there was a movie created called Thundercats Ho in 1987, but when the poor performance of the Transformers and My Little Pony movies, um, happened, there were a little concerned, so they just split it into five episodes that then started off season two. So can I just say, future episodes need to be Transformers movie and My Little Pony movie. <laughs> Clearly we need to put those on the top. I have watched, I'm not ashamed to say I've, I've watched the Transformers movie multiple times as an I adult. I don't know that I ever, I know that these came on around the time of each other, so I certainly watched some Transformers, but I don't think I saw the movie. Anywho, I did not know there was a movie, but yeah. Um, nor did I, but apparently it did shit at the box office. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, Thundercats is also comic books, action figures, as Paul said, and a side-scrolling video game in 87. There was a rebooted series, which was very anime-looking in 2012, and a Nintendo DS game in 2012. There have been rumors of a movie since the mid-90s, um, but it has never been... It's never come to fruition, and it appears to be on a definite hold. But if you Google some Thundercats movie posters, you can see some imagined artwork with, like, Matthew McConaughey's Lionel, and it is very good. Okay, I'm doing that right now. Yep, you do that. You enjoy that. What did you Google? (laughs) If you just do Thundercats movie 
poster. You're going to get actual Thundercats movie posters, but then there's definitely, like, McConaughey. I want to say, like, Lawrence Fishburne is... Yeah. It's a whole thing. Anywho, here are some fun facts. Um, <laughs> Bernard Hoff... <laughs> You're enjoying this one. Yeah, everybody pause. Go do this right now. Just Google Thundercats movie poster. Yeah, it's it's worth a Google faux it's show. Worth. Christian Bale, yeah. Hugh Jackman as Tigra. Yeah, there's Jennifer a lot of Man options. Chitara. There's a lot of options. Yep. It's very funny. So some fun facts. Bernard Hoffer composed the Thundercats theme as well as the incidental music, but who gives a shit about that? Because James Lipton from inside the actor studio also helps to compose the theme song, and that is very funny to me. Yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> So is Lynn um, Lipton somehow related to James Lipton? God, I don't know, but now in my head it is. Of, of the um, tea fame? Do they also own Lipton tea? <laughs> perhaps they do. I'm sure it's all a big, yeah. a big thing. Uh, Mummer was originally featured with some weaknesses such as the inability to see his reflection, but they were written out over time and he appears to be immortal and it's indicated that he's actually from ancient Egypt back when Third Earth was First Earth. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Yup. Here's here's a disturbing fact, which now I remember now that I've watched it. The leader of the Thundercats, Lionel, is mostly a child in an adult's body. Yep, that's a menace to talk well, about. <laughs> um, a total of oh, you'll love this. A total of 81 girls were named Chitara in 80s after the main female character. Uh, if only I had a girl child. If only, if only. Um, yes. So, and then Telepictures, which owned Rankin Bass, took out print ads in advance of the show's 1985 debut that extolled the virtuous nature of the series. Thundercats has all the action and adventure your children will love the copy read, but it also has something else. Lessons about respect, friendship, truth, honesty, and justice. Another ad acknowledged that while parents try to raise their kids correctly... Sometimes you need help, you know, from cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> to make good on this promise, they actually had a, they employed like a full-time psychologist, Robert Curtis, PhD, who is an actual human, um, evaluated the scripts to make sure that the strong moral lesson was imparted in each episode. So one thing that I remember now that my memory has been jarred is that at the end of the denouement of every episode is sort of these fuckers sitting around and mm-hmm. doing like a wrap up where they talk right. about the moral lesson of each episode. Um, did G.I. Joe do a similar thing? I don't know. We're going to have to watch G.I. Joe. Okay, I feel we're like I've forgotten the endings Joe. of all of these things. Because I feel like it was a the more you know like type well, of thing. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, knowing is half the battle. Yeah. G.I. Joe, right? Yeah. Anyway, so at the end of Thundercats, they legit like sit around and recap. Uh, last fun fact is there is a live stage show featuring Gumby. And again, if you're not driving, uh, take a minute to Google the pictures of that. I shared them with you, Paul, in our document. I Holy see. fuck. Yeah, there, that's is, some hair. there is someone dressed up like Snarf, and it is the actual stuff of nightmares. You know, are, are you sure this is not just from Cats the Musical? Listen to me right now. This is <laughs> terrifying. Uh, this is terrifying. And why, what, there's just so much. There's so much going on. They have the suits with, like, the fake sculpted muscles. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's a real lot, but that snarf is looking right into my soul. Snarf kind of looks like it's like if you took a cat like from the musical and yeah. crossed it with the yeah. Cheshire cat. And then you did a whole lot of drugs. <laughs> it's sort of what snarf looks like. I um, particularly like Panthro's um, headpiece, which like all the other ones have sort of wigs that's going on, and he has like a giant. <laughs> looks like he's is. wearing like the. Like a yeah. foam hat that's supposed I mean, to be a bald is it, 
head? He's just bald, right? Like, yeah. he doesn't have... That's a lot. You um, put that yeah, on your it, resume. All these people yeah. put these headshots. Like, you know that this was, like, Lionel's headshot for the next five years. Oh, it totally was. <laughs> it totally was. He's Why is Gumby there? there? I don't know. I don't know. I'll post these on the Instagram. These are terrifying. I mean, if you don't want to sleep anymore, you can take a look at these. It's got a pretty, <laughs> pretty sweet sort of omen, so. It is pretty sweet. Um, also, I forgot how voluminous Lionel's hair was. Well, yeah, when you, the, the problem is when you transfer a cartoon to what's real life and then everybody right. ends up weird. Yeah, this is some uncanny valley shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so let's get into it. I watched the very first episode and then I watched a couple clips. So I don't know, Paul, I don't know what your notes are, but let's, let's say. I in. watched the first two. Okay. And so my first note bad, is. Like oh, I'm what? Gonna have to, I sort of feel bad, like I'm gonna have to go. Maybe it gets better. <laughs> um, here's my my first note is the fucking theme song. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm like amped up. What? Yeah. First of all, theme songs are not like this anymore. No. Theme songs used to be a whole several minutes, and it's a minute the and twenty seconds. The theme song for this is really good. And one of my very favorite things in life to imagine is actual like studio musicians fucking writing and recording. <laughs> These theme songs. Um, there is several bitches singing thunder, 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 mm-hmm. thunder cats, and there's like some wicked guitar riffs. And I just I like to imagine in my head that somebody's going, "Come on, Jim, I really need you to hit that thundercat harder." Like I just like. <laughs> it's very good. There it's are very good. So I have wild away many a minute on YouTube, <laughs> just watching like people put together. Clip shows of all 80s theme songs, just back yes. to back to back to back to back, right? And Did like, you not feel like you needed to go, like, jump off some buildings? Yeah. This is very energy. <laughs> it's very high energy. It is. It is. It's far more high energy than the show itself. It might be my favorite part of the show. It's very good. I totally, in watching this, Mumra fuck, fucking yeah, I forgot his crazy voice. Mm-hmm. And also, I completely forgot that Jaga is a ghost. Oh, yeah. Jaga's totally <laughs> Obi-Wan. It's just Obi-Wan. Yeah. So a lot of it is star- – so, yeah, okay. So let's get into it. Um, Within a couple minutes, everyone is a weird Kendall slash Barbie. Can I back up for a second, though, before you we get to the can. naked thing? I have naked stuff on my notes, too. I have naked stuff on my notes. Can you explain – No. <laughs> the hoe. No. Why do they – why does everybody scream hoe? At the, I don't understand where that comes from or what it's supposed to mean. It's just like, hey. Like, I don't know that it's ever explained, but – well, one can assume that perhaps in the time it didn't. Ha- I mean, was it did, did Ho always mean prostitute? I don't, I don't know. know. Colloquially, but I don't why know. Would they, why would the Thunderkiss? Etymologist, um, don't at me. Ho. Ho. <laughs> I don't get it. it. Feels, if you really yell at Paul, it does feel very inspiring. Okay, if that's just. <laughs> I want see. That's the meeting I want. You want to go to the studio. I want to go to the writers' room and be like. Where did somebody just be like, no, just say ho at the end of it. That'll fix right. it. <laughs> that was literally the name of the film. It was right. I know. Ho exclamation point. Right. Um, it is the call to power that. But ho. Out. Ho meant the same thing in the 80s as it does now. <laughs> I ain't got shit to say about it, except <laughs> that when I yell it, it makes me feel powerful. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're naked Kendall Barbies. Everybody's kind of naked. Yeah, but they have lines. 
Why? It's, Why are they it's so really hot? Bizarre. And one of the, it wouldn't be as bad except one of the main plot points of the first episode is Jaga being like, "Here's some magic clothes for everybody," and, he and then the magic shit clothes still look a lot like underwear. Well, right. They're still leotards. <laughs> but they have like if you look at a picture of them before they get clothes. They have, like, lines on their yes, body. the pelvic lines yeah. that indicate that's what a Ken doll and a Barbie doll look like. Is yes. It's just all smooth, but there are joints for their legs, and that's what they look like before they're wearing clothes. It is perplexing. But is Chitara topless? Yes, and does she not have nipples? And at none of it, it's all very confusing. It's weird. It's And then they get dressed, and it's still weird. Also, it's still weird. The clothes and, thing is weird for the whole... So... <laughs> Never it, it transfers into the whole Lion-O being a kid in an adult's body thing. So he wakes up on and Earth. Ripped. <laughs> He's ripped. And also <laughs> has grown so much and so much, so much bigger that he's like ripped his clothes into pieces. Yes, much like the Hulk, but his but his underpart, the the bottom, the underoos still fit. Well, maybe he didn't grow very much in the underoos area. <laughs> well, the Hulk still has pants. Right. Well, because you... You can't have his pants rip off no, every time. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> but then they like so the second episode, he, his it's fixed, quote unquote fixed. But they've left a giant hole for his tummy. Like if you look at his outfit, right? It's well, like they, they were like, to let's just is. let's just patch up his ripped shirt a little bit around the shoulders. Correct. Yeah, but, his final the outfit's final form still has like a peekaboo. Which, like, a lot of lady costumes have a boob window, so this is, like, an ab window. <laughs> so this is male <laughs> cleavage, is the six-pack. This is what I'm saying to you right now. <laughs> this is, look, they also don't have belly buttons. <laughs> this is the show that launched a thousand furries. Like, Listen to me, and I am not into furry business at all, but why are they all so hot? Right. It's ridiculous. Um, my other notes include three minutes in, and I would like to murder Snarf. Oh my he very, god! Yeah. He very unsettlingly has five fingers and toes, and they're very. He has five. They're yeah. Everybody oh. has five. Which I is didn't even weird. pay attention to that. Um, but why well, okay. something because snarfs are unsettling, but then everyone has them, and they all have very pointy finger. They have claws. Tips because it's claws, right? It's meant to be claws, um, but it's a little distracting. To I me. like the fingertips actually. No, I'm not mad at it, but I always remember noticing it. Yeah. Um, so Snarf is the fucking worst. So, okay, here's the thing. Snarf pissed me off as I started watching. Like, one of my friends I remember very clearly loved Snarf and would say Snarf, Snarf and do the mm-hmm. whole thing. And Snarf always pissed me off. I think he was supposed mm-hmm. to be annoying. But then if you watch it, too. they treat Snarf so badly. He's like a sentient dog or cat. Yeah, what the fuck animal is he? I don't they know. They are survivors of their alien planet that are apparently a whole, presumably a whole planet full of cat, humanoid right. cat people. Right. But Snarf is like sort of a cat. Like he's on all fours. His ears move the way like a cat's moves. Right. His tail is prehensile. But he looks like he has lizard belly. He has or some something. lizard aspects for sure. He's what weak. the actual fuck? He's and then he does the thing that the Smurfs do, where he just uses the word "snarf" as, as many parts of the sentences. <laughs> yes. No, why you know? Yeah, it's but he's supposed bit. to be basically the His nursemaid or yeah. whatever. To what do you? What's the word I'm looking for? He's supposed to be the, the nanny. The nanny to, to Lionel. Lionel is in actuality still like a child. 
But they, oh, it'd weird be like, plot point too. What? Why did Wiley Kent and Wiley Cat not age? I thought the same thing. <laughs> they even make a comment. They're like, oh, he got They're so like, oh, big. Oh, he got so big. And I'm like, why didn't you get big? <laughs> but one of them, I forget which one, Wiley, one of them says, like, what's so good about being big? This is like in the middle of the yeah. fight with the mutants, yeah. right? <laughs> like, what's... well, actually, he's kicking their asses. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. All right. So what the fuck kind of cat is Jago supposed to be? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he's a cat. But then okay. how, what the... I mean, he is, but he's not. It, it's just, it's just weird. He's like also, a weird mangy tabby so, from the neighborhood. <laughs> so did you know, watching the first episode, that Jaga is responsible for the destruction of their planet? Oh, shit. I did think it was pretty interesting timing that they got to watch the destruction of the planet through the fucking window. I like how Lionel's a kid and he's like looking he's like, out the oh, window. He's like, shit. what's that? And Jaga's like, oh, that's your planet blowing up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why would you? Yeah, like, that was pretty intense. But no, Jaga. It's like a plot point in later episodes. I think he tried to destroy the sword of Plundar, which is like the opposite. This is why the mutants are after the Eye of Thunder. Okay, all right. Jaga destroyed their sword by um, throwing it into like the planet in I feel like in a volcano or some shit. But the sword was too strong, and it went to the core of the planet and blew everything up. Bummer. So he's um, responsible. He, like, knew that was going to happen, and he got these fuckers on a ship and was like, we got to go. Well, that's what they, they're <laughs> like, you are all, he called them, they're like all the nobles. So yeah, he, I like how he does the scene where he gets to introduce everybody. Yeah. And he does the Uncle Ben, like, this is a lot of responsibility for a kid. Well, why are you putting a kid in charge? There's mm-hmm. clearly these other nobles that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. My, my other favorite is teeny bopper Lionel saying, safe is boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good lesson for the kids, though. Yes. Right? When you think about <laughs> what you want to encourage your kids to do, like, safe is boring. I'm gonna, I like how they were – the whole reason – they had other ships. Like, they're yes, clearly – other, other All the other laughing. ships get wiped out, and they're like, oh, whoops, all these other people are dead. Like, oh, shit, and now it's just us. And yeah. you know those dude bros are looking at Chitara like, we're going to repopulate. <laughs> yeah. Lion-O says it. Oh, one. How is it, I miss it? it? Is that maybe the second episode? She does say, you're so handsome now. I'm, and I'm like, please that like happens, That happens in the second episode, too. She makes some sort of, like, Look. sketchy comment about... Tara. He is handsome. <laughs> Meow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that they say blasted mutants. Tell me in what way these other mutants are not exactly the same as them and that they're humanoid animals. Right. Yeah, they're not multiple animals stuck together. Right. They're like lizard dudes or frog dudes or a fox dude. But these are just cat dudes, so I don't understand. Lion, maybe it's the second episode where Lionel, like, do you remember he, like, raises a sword above his head and he's like, we're going to start a new empire or something like that. That's the end of the first one. That's the end of the Yeah. So they have one woman. Right. And I don't think at any point in the series they, like, that actually happens. It's always just like, they well, add other characters. Right. I know that more come, like more yeah. Thundercats show up over time. And there was other two like teenagery ones, stay te- Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat stay teenagers. Um So my other note is that this is like this whole beginning was like way more sci fi than I remembered it. It was very Star Trekky and mm-hmm. I don't 
I don't remember there being it, it being like that, but I would have to assume that later episodes there are some that are a little more fantasy leaning and some that I mean they have a it's lot of Star technology. Wars. It's it's so much Star Wars and Star Wars is not sci fi, it's fantasy. Okay. I will lay my chip on that. Star Wars is fantasy in space. It's magic. It's not I mean I so fair. It's just more in space than I remember it being. Yeah. I guess what I remembered of it from before rewatching this was them being on the planet you know, being on third earth and it being just earth, not a spacey. So I don't, I didn't remember this first episode, but obviously this is setting up the, the tone of the story. I just didn't really remember that part. Oh, do they disappear when they die? What the fuck is that? When they're on the ship yeah, and Jaga dies? Jaga dies and he turns into a force ghost. That's exactly what it is. It's just yeah, 100%. He like, the fucking empty pile of clothes, and then he's like, I'll always be with you. He's a ghost now. That's yeah. awesome. We should also talk about how phallic the Sword of Omens is. Nah, it's a sword. Because it grows! It grows! Yeah. So this is some also some stellar parenting. In the, I think it's in the <laughs> second episode. They're, they're like trying to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And Lionel... It's like, I'm going to go scout around. <laughs> like, no, you need to help us, like, do stuff. He's like, no, I think I'm going to run over here by myself. And Tagra's oh. like, yeah, you should do that. Here's the Sword of Omens and the Claw Shield. Take those with you and then go off by yourself. And the, and the other ones, after Lionel runs off, they're like, should he really be doing that? And he Tiger's literally like, doesn't know what he's doing with any of that. Tiger's like, just keep in mind, he didn't have the same growing up, so he doesn't know a lot of those those hard lessons. He's like, he had no growing up. He was in a tomb. <laughs> he's like, go off in the woods by yourself. And then, of course, he gets attacked by all the mutants <laughs> and Mumra by himself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mumra is also weirdly jacked when he wants to be. Well, that's his magic power. Yeah, it's his magic power is having mummy muscles. Yeah. He, he reaches to the, the ancient spirits of evil or the evil ancient spirits or the ancient evil. Yes, he's beholden evil. to the four ancient evil spirits. Right. Yeah, whatever they are. Which And they also, in the second episode, I didn't remember this, but the mutants are flying around before they find Mumra. They're like, what is this planet? Did anybody live here? Does anybody live here? Right. And they're flying over and they're like, oh, look, ruins. Clearly somebody lived here and they right. fly over the Sphinx. It's oh shit! Cl- it's clearly the Sphinx, and then Mumro's like, "It's been a thousand years since I whatever blah 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 blah." Like, really? It's only been a thousand years since Egypt? Because that doesn't seem like the right timeline. That doesn't seem like the right timeline at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> whatever. My favorite part of the second one, and maybe my favorite part of both episodes, Lionel's by himself in the in the forest. Second episode, he's run off by himself. He's got the sword. He's got the claw shield, and He's like, hmm, seems to be trouble. And he uses Sight Beyond Sight. Sure. Like you and do. he's like, you know, it goes into a little Sight Beyond Sight animation where it kind of zooms yep. in. It's blurry around the edges. Yeah. And it the looks back and cool. forth. And then he sees the three mutants. And he takes, <laughs> it like cuts away. And you see that they're literally five feet in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Sight beyond sight. They're standing there like ready to fight him. <laughs> Takes the sword away from his face and they're standing there. Oh, good. That's a great power. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had forgotten how much I hate Tigra. 
Yeah, how come? Maybe he's too much of a, like, maybe as a kid he was too much of an authority figure. I do remember that, that he was always trying, he was very, like, patronizing. Yeah. And now I just think he's kind of a shithead. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be kind of pissed he's not in charge, right? Once again, these are the elders of the society, and now they're more beholden to this dumbass teenager. Right, so if Lionel hadn't aged to a ripped adult, Tiger would clearly be leading the pack, and he'd have Chitara to himself. Right, (laughs) right. right. Because what, Panther seems like an old dude. Right. Totally. Yeah, Tiger's just mad. He's just mad. And I like get it. I get it. And in the first episode, Chitara's like, "Hmm, that kid looks great." Right? Mm, he's so handsome. She's thirsty. I, it's ridiculous. And yet, you know, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else do we need to say about this? I can't. I kind of can't decide. So, here, so here's I, one other thing I want to add about this, which is that I think this cartoon is one of like. Often mentioned as one of like the best. It's like cream of the crop in terms of nostalgic '80s cartoons, right? And also, a lot of '80s cartoons get a lot of shit for being like, for, or for being, oh, they made this cartoon to sell toys, right? Like right. Was, they it, made this to tell these moral stories. No, they made it to sell <laughs> toys, right? But I will say this. Like, if you told me, hey, your job is we're going to give you a bunch of plastic toys and you have to make up some stories for them, that sounds like a pretty awesome job. Yes. Like, if I get to sit around and just write stories, like, if you gave me a bunch of toys and I had to come up with some coherent plot for these toys that you wanted to sell, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. But I, in in terms of my judgment on this one, it's not going in my nerd canon. No? No, it's not. It's not. It It doesn't hold up, I don't think. It's not good animation. Like, if I'm thinking about, do I want to show this or am I ever going to watch this again? I'm content to have my nostalgic memories of Thundercats and I don't think anyone else needs to watch it. I don't think. Shit, you're kind of swaying me here, Paul. I, I don't think so. I like if I'm thinking, do I might show this to my son at some point because it's some kind of touchstone? I gotta say no. There's, there's like some... he's not gonna be a better nerd for having no, seen it. No, he's not, and it kind of makes me sad. So but let me ask. It's not you. great. No, it's not great. So, like, it's not great. I remember, you know, I'm watching it now and I'm going, okay, this isn't great. But I wasn't, like, absolutely mortified. Mm. I was. I wasn't. And, I mean, it wasn't great. Um, It didn't hold up the way I guess I would have hoped. But, like, so let me ask you this. So, it was such a huge part of of my childhood and that I like really felt I connected with it. And, you know, I I really felt strongly about it. So, is it does it deserve a spot for my kids because it helps them to know something that I really cared about? Or is it more that we care that it's actually something good to consume? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm staying with no, this is not in my nerd canon because it's not good animation. We didn't even talk about the new series. I didn't, I watched like half of the first episode and didn't get into I it. I looked at, yeah, I looked at about five minutes of it. It's not also, I don't know when – so I think that actually Mumra is pretty scary. So mm-hmm. at four, I'm definitely not going to show this to my son for right. a number of years if I would show yeah, it to him. Yeah, Mumra is scary. And at that point, 
once he's old enough, I don't, I think he'll, I don't, I don't think he would enjoy it. And I don't think I would be like, you have to watch this because it's important. It's not, right. it it's not that good. Oh, it's, it's really so not. torn! At the end of the, se- my last comment, the last thing I wrote down before I gave up on my notes for the second episode was, it's so slow. Okay. It, it just got to be, the first episode was a little bit more, you know, they did all this exposition and they had to, it's very, you know, front end heavy right. on like how they got to pretend to earth and setting right. up the, the players and, and what's going to be for the rest of the series. By the end of the second episode, it was just, okay, so Mumra came and they fight and he runs away. And now we have a hundred more episodes of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, also the burbles. I, I did love the burbles. Mm-hmm. And once um, they started introducing other people, but... Right. Snarf is the most annoying, Snarf though. Snarf is terrible. He's terrible. I'm pretty hmm. sure there's a number of episodes that center around Snarf being captured and... Yes, of course, because yeah. he's a pain-in-the-ass yeah. character all the days. Um, so as far as my nerd canon, I think I'm going to say a conditional yes in that I want them to watch maybe, like, episode one and two. And if they hate it, they don't ever have to watch any more of it. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Mm. I'm saying no. Unless they get turned on by Chitara. That's really what you're after. that's, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'm an equal opportunity pervert, and I think everyone is that. Um, Yeah. So, all right, so that's, so there we have it. That was Thundercats. Do you have any other burning comments you need to make about Thundercats, Paul, before we wrap it up? I don't think so. It's not in my nerd canon. All right. Put the hammer right. down on that one. That's, I just, oh, I ruined my imaginary friends, dude. Yeah. Okay. I know. It's, it's, uh, this is, this is a thing. This is going to be a thing. All right. So. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. You can find us on Twitter at NerdCanon, um, and we're NerdCanon Podcast on Instagram. On any of those mediums, we would love to hear suggestions for topics to cover or your thoughts on the topics we've covered so far. So, I'm Beth. I'm Paul. Uh, until next time. Keep the nerd keep alive. Keep the nerd alive. <laughs> <laughs>